Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Once Around the World. Um, today is a quite exciting day. Mm -hmm. uh, but first of all, uh, here's Karina speaking. And on the other hand, we've got Mackenzie, as always. Hello. So, and today we are going to have a guest, which is super, super exciting. Um, we have Becca. I don't know how oh, to pronounce uh, it. Right? I think it's Breitz, but we can definitely ask her when she comes on. Yeah, <laughs> Becca Reitz, um, yeah, on the podcast today, and she's a graphic designer and illustrator, And uh, but Mackenzie will uh, talk more about yes. that in a second, and yeah, we're just mm -hmm. really excited. So if you guys have uh, seen her work on Instagram, she has these very beautiful, very magical, I would say, illustrations, and she'll have a lot to say, I suppose, on, you know, the business end, and also the creative end, because she has like a full-time freelance job so she's found a way to get her clients and that, i'm just so excited to learn from her <laughs> yeah me too me too i i oh, just gosh, love her so illustrations beautiful. so much so i guess we are just uh, jumping right in and yes getting her exactly on the call, right? All right okay everybody we are here with becca breitz okay becca before yeah. we go any further how do we pronounce your last name it's right okay so karina is right <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Everybody, uh, Becca is a very talented, very magical, I want to say, oh. illustrator and graphic designer. Thank you. And we are yeah. so honored, honestly, Vex, to have you here. And so I can't, excited. I just, I, I cannot wait to hear everything that you're up to. And also, yeah. um, maybe it would be perfect if you could just introduce yourself a little bit more to our audience and let them know in more detail what you're yeah yeah totally so name is Becca right <laughs> and um as they mentioned I'm a graphic designer and illustrator uh I live in Denver Colorado but um I'm originally from the Chicago area in regards to myself it's always so weird to talk about yourself you're like yeah who am I <laughs> um I have a cat that I love named Luna who is sitting right behind me um and then I guess you know besides graphic design and illustrating I definitely love um and this shows in my work but just the spiritual realm um mm. you know metaphysical mm. tools um and really just self exploration in general so anything self reflective um whether it's reading philosophical books or doing tarot cards or i don't know mm. going to a float tank any of that kind of stuff just i love exploring it i guess just such a fun realm that i've i've found myself in and then if I'm not doing that, I, I, I mean, living out here in the mountains, it's great. I mean, I lived up in the mountains for three, four years. And so, you know, hiking, just being in nature, uh, yoga, just all the things. I also love to do those, but um, relocated to Denver about two years ago. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just sitting here with my cat and... <laughs> doing the thing so um yeah i love it i mean you're such yeah. such an inspiration oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny to hear that um no or but accept truly, it you know 
No, yeah, that's the thing. Like, we were chatting right before you came on, just during our intro, about how much we, like, both genuinely so, like, are, like, mildly obsessed with your illustrations. They're just so beautiful. Okay, yeah, so I would (laughs) love to hear, Becca, how you became this full-time freelancer, if if that is correct in in what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um Really, when I think back on it, it's been a very long process. Um, mm-hmm. When I was in college, I was uh, an apprentice <clears throat> for a woman in Santa Barbara. So I did that um, in addition to like internships and, you know, all my jobs and things like that. So I was really learning um, throughout school kind of things I feel like most people figure out after school um, Mm -hmm. or, you know, as soon as they dive into freelance, I had Mm -hmm. so many amazing uh, women as mentors during that time who kind of taught me client communication or how to invoice someone or um, Mm -hmm. kind of those more technical things. And so um, after that, I moved out to the mountains to work at an agency full time. in Edwards, Colorado, so in the Vale Valley. And um, I was working there full time, but always continued to do freelance work. And so I would say that's when I started to kind of branch off and do more of my own thing besides, you know, tiny little logos for the choir for $25, the <laughs> college thing to do. And so I was like, okay, here we go. Gonna start charging clients a little bit more and see if I can do this. And so it became the side hustle that, you know, everyone kind of talks about, or yeah. I feel like a lot of millennials have. And so, you know, I'd go to my full-time job and then I was also working multiple other jobs. I tend to have that personality. And then <laughs> Um, not sure if that's a good thing, (laughs) but, um, and so it was in kind of that period of time that I was learning a lot of freelance lessons, but I still had the stability of my full-time job. And so, um, I was there for three years and again, freelancing that whole time, but you know, it was, it was moonlighting and early birding to get that freelance work going, but it was awesome because that's when I was really building those books and learning the harder lessons and um, kind of while it was a side thing. And so um, I would say a year and a half ago, um, I asked my boss if I could move to Denver, just if it's ready for something new um, and kind of had my eyes on the prize, aka going full-time freelance. Um, mm. And so working remotely mm-hmm. was just a good lesson. I was still working full time, but just learning how to juggle that job plus all these other things and being away from everyone. And um, yeah, again, just more lessons and kind of that admin technical yeah. work. And so I guess it would have been November this past year. Um, I don't know. You, you kind of start, you know, I was at the agency for three years. Um, my boyfriend actually is also a freelance graphic designer and being in Denver, there are so many creative entrepreneurs and really, I feel like we sit on that edge for so long where Mm. we're like, Oh, I really still need a job. Like I'm not going to make any money. Like I can't just spend my savings to like do this crazy thing. And everyone who's already doing it is like pushing you off the ledge. They're like, just do it. And so, um, 
yeah, December, I told my boss that I was going full-time freelance. And so, yeah, that's kind of how I got to that point. And I will say it has been as lovely as people say it is. And so, um, but it was a long journey to, to get there. And I think every step of the way was very necessary um, to give me that confidence to do it. Yeah. Wow. No, that, yeah. that's, yeah. It's, it's important to know, right? Because I think there's sort yeah. of an idea that, uh, you know, you just all of a sudden one day know how to do everything because there's so many aspects. Oh my gosh. <laughs> right? Totally. <laughs> exactly. And, yeah. and you kind of have to feel, I mean, you can just dive right in. And I think it just is different personality types will take different approaches to going full-time freelance. But for me, I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm from the Midwest. My parents want me to, you know, be a stable human, like Mm -hmm. (laughs) realistic person in life. And so (laughs) Mm -hmm. having all of those previous experiences, I felt, you know, good about this step. You know, I know how to invoice. I know how to talk to people. I know how to set my pricing and rates, even if that stuff is still a little weird. And, you know, we're all fumbling through things and you learn them as you go. And so, um, yeah, yeah, it's just taking that leap of faith. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'll, I'll let Karina chat in one second. I just wanted to ask one thing, like if you, yeah, um, when you so like, okay, so if you're from like the Midwest, I'm just trying to like paint a picture of your like family life. Yeah. And so was it scary for your parents for you to go into graphics or was that? Sort yeah. Of, yeah. I think it's important to talk about because, you know, um, I think there's a lot of, Especially the younger, I talk to a lot of younger women, older women, I'm like, women, (laughs) but um, there's a lot of girls that do live in the Midwest who feel like, you know, there's all these people in LA or New York or whatever who are are crushing it and their parents are supportive because their parents are, you know, they're they're not rooted in those traditional beliefs. Mm. Um, And I don't think that's you know, mm. I'm not saying that that is a bad thing. I think it makes it a little bit scarier for us to do. Um, my dad is a landscape architect. I mean, now he does a lot of different things, but that's what he was uh, trained to do. And so I think, you know, he has that um, understanding for the creative world mm. and understands the fulfillment um, you get as someone who is creative when you're flexing your imagination and your work Mm. I mean that's that's fulfilling and I think you know it was a little like okay she's gonna go do this but I think they felt they felt better knowing about where I was going to school knowing my work work ethic um and graphic design is I I Mm. feel like a great balance of there's so many things you can go into. Do you like website design? Do you like branding? Do you like just creating marketing material? Do you like illustration? And so I think because there's all those funnels, they were, they were okay with it. Um, I would say their biggest concern for a long time was the full-time freelance. Like they, you know, Mm. they want me to have the typical 401k Mm. and the benefits and all the things. And, I totally get that. <laughs> I wish I could have that too. But um, <laughs> yeah. at the same time, I think the more I talk to them about it and the more I've seen other people doing it here and doing it well and doing it successfully, they're, 
equally crushing it as much as, you know, the next person. And so I think my parents finally, the more I talked mm-hmm. about it and ma- got them comfortable with it. And I think the confidence I had when I made that switch, they were like, yeah, do it, you know? And yeah. for me, it was so nice to hear that from them. Cause I, you know, I'm a kid. I want to make my parents proud. Uh, so, totally. uh, you know, and yeah, you can totally. say all day, like I'm going to do what I want to do, but you kind of want their blessing when you do it. And so when they're on edge about it, you kind of start yeah. to get on edge. So to get them in the same boat and hear that from them mm-hmm. was huge for me. And I can tell, you know, they can see that I'm doing okay. I'm a happy human. And I think at the end of the day, all parents, yeah. if, if that's how it's going and you're doing all right, they don't care. They're like, you know what? Okay, do your thing. <laughs> do your yeah. thing. So... Yeah, I, I think I just want us to exactly. be safe. And I, so <laughs> I totally, I mean, I'm a pretty practical human as well. And so I totally understood their view of, you know, kind of going into those uncharted waters. But the thing is with life is like, yeah, you could go do the freelance thing. And if it doesn't work, that's okay. <laughs> you can go back mm, to you whatever. Can go back. Yeah, you can, you can always, always go, go back. back. You can yeah. always do something else. You can always change your mind. And so I think kind of that gave everyone peace of mind. So, yeah. 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 Have you been uh, drawing and making art or like doing illustration like all, all your life? Yeah. Or was there like a time when it just came through? Yeah. Or, so yeah. growing up, I, uh, I definitely loved to draw and paint. And I always loved watching my dad make his uh, – architectural drawings just because Mm -hmm. it wasn't it wasn't buildings it was a lot of Mm -hmm. trees and pines and he would teach me you know how to draw like a pine tree really well or grass really well and then we'd use the markers and I just thought it was so fun and you know I always loved art but I was also a big music person as well so I would say like elementary school I was Mm -hmm. always drawing and then I started playing piano in fourth grade and I played piano as in choir kind of did that whole thing from like middle school to high school, and I would say my art definitely fell off. Like I, and I, I didn't really think about it. You know, I was I was okay with it. I was just kind of exploring myself. We're all like, what are we doing in high school, middle school? I have no idea. Just like floating around trying to survive. No, totally. So, and I played soccer my whole yeah. life too. So I was a competitive soccer player. So soccer was every oh, wow. single day, like all the time, consume my life. Weekends were tournaments. So I, it was funny because I look back and I'm like, music and soccer were definitely a big thing for me. And I I never drew. I, I was never drawing, never doing anything like that. But I loved computers. Mm-hmm. I, lo- mm-hmm. I was like such a little computer nerd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I loved like when the old computer would get like a virus or something weird would happen to it. Cause I'd be like, yeah, I can figure this out all day. No way. My parents were like, okay. <laughs> or they'd be like, so cool. something's going on with the computer. Can you fix it? And be like, yep. Or like the Wi-Fi is messed up. I would go fix it. Or like oh my, my sister would play video games. And so it's like the Xbox was being weird. Like I would sit and figure things out until they were figured out. So Finally, I kind of like realized Mm -hmm. there was this realm where like computer meets art, but going into college, I had no idea what I was Mm -hmm. doing. Like, I have no idea what I want to do at all. Luckily, I went to uh, a liberal arts school. So there are a lot, 
of different avenues I could have gone down. Mm. Um, and I was sitting, I was in communications. So just like general uh, communications. Yeah. And I was sitting mm-hmm. in class. And I was like, I don't know. I feel like I want to like make the illustrate or like, you know, make the ads. I don't want to analyze the ads. Mm. I want to be drawing them. Like yeah. I've seen Mad Men. I want to be that person. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I emailed someone. I was like a little bitty freshman. I was like, what am I doing with my life? Like, what do I do? If this is what I want to do. And someone was like, oh, you <laughs> need to go into visual communications. And I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> and so when I went into that realm, it was the perfect mix of, yeah, fine art meets computer. So, you know, being there, we took all the art classes in addition to the graphic design classes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where I figured out, um, that's definitely what I want to do. But illustration honestly didn't come until like literally two years ago. I have, you know, I like to draw, but I'm not a big like pencil to the paper person, which I think a lot of people, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's kind of like an unpopular thing to say. Or sometimes you're like, am I cheating? Cause I, I like to just use my computer, <laughs> but I, I think there's a lot of digital artists. Yeah. That, I mean, it's a digital artist. And so yeah. um, when I draw on paper, it looks horrible, <laughs> which I think is so funny because I'm like, oh, but I can draw my iPad. And that's so great. interesting. So, yeah. yeah that's really interesting. And I think, um, yeah, two years ago I was in the mountains. I was doing a lot of graphic design, so branding and website design and doing marketing collateral for people and business cards and all these things. Mm. And illustration was Mm -hmm. kind of this outlet um, for just fun, random work. Mm. And it became almost like my journal. It was, you know, I was, um, and I think Mm -hmm. it's still like that. I started illustrating just to, I don't know, again, I was, I was, reading astrology books. I was working, who I still work for, um, her name's Spirit Daughter. So we we create moon books for, um, they're kind of, they have like journaling exercises and just kind of talk about the vibrations of the moon and what that energy means. And so I was kind of diving into that realm mm-hmm. and I couldn't really express it. I'm not a huge writer. So I was like, maybe I'll just start weirdly making stuff and it was a mixture of graphic design meets illustration. And now it's just, I would call it digital art, I guess. But um, yeah, and that, again, I only started doing that two years ago, maybe maybe three. So, um, and I just kind of kept doing it every day. And now it's weird to be like, I'm an illustrator. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never but saw that coming. It's so. such an interesting journey though. It's so interesting how yeah. you found your way to it. <laughs> Somehow, mm-hmm. like, full, I, full circle, like, starting with a bit of yeah. interest in art and then, like, returning back to it somehow. And, exactly. yeah. And I I think, for me, it's fun to hear these stories of people who, like, I wasn't a savant when I was five years old. <laughs> like, you know, I just figured this out and who knows where it will take me, but you don't have to do it your whole life to be amazing at something like Mm -hmm. if you just work at it and you have fun with it and you genuinely enjoy it who knows where it will take you so yeah how did because that's like you have such uh like such a distinctive style did that just sort of I've heard from 
other art like visual artist friends that it just uh-huh. is something that just came from them like one day like it just like flowed almost from their well uh-huh. digital pen um yeah yeah is that what happened or like how did you come upon these like yeah. gorgeous images I mean it's so funny because as a graphic designer you're kind of like oh I want to style but then you don't want to at least I don't I don't want to get stuck in style I want to try all these different things mm-hmm. so I feel like my style has changed a lot, but it's funny because everybody else is like, oh, when I see your work, I know what it is, which I, which mm-hmm. I also like. So, mm-hmm. um, but again, when I started and when I look back at my first couple images, mm-hmm. I mean, everything is very related to the metaphysical world or the spiritual realm or self-reflection. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, the first images I was making a lot of like hands and palms and <clears throat> pyramids and you know eagle eyes and things like that and they were very simple yeah. and then I did a book cover for uh, her name's Allie Michelle and it was one of the it was a weird time in life where I kind of was almost about to like give up on it I you know I just wasn't feeling very inspired and I got connected with her she told me what her poetry book was and she needed a cover for it and Allie was 18 at the time and I didn't really know her work I didn't even really know who she was you guys Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) which is crazy and so I just did this book cover I love this story I I did this book cover for her I thought of it as soon as she told me what she was writing about because our our work and our views on life are just so aligned Mm -hmm. and normally I have a contract and I'm doing the thing and it's for work and I just made this thing for her because I was like well she's young and she's beautiful and she's lovely um and I gave it to her and she loved it and then two days later and again this was just at a weird time of life where I was like what am I doing and the next day I'm like working at my Instagram and it's like blowing up like what is going on (laughs) and I look and Allie's this lovely human who you know, a lot of people follow because of what she's writing about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she kind of came to me and was like, just so you know, you're just such a beautiful, magical artist. Like you are one of the most magical artists I've ever met. And I was like, I sat in that, in that period of time and was like, whoa, like maybe <laughs> this is my niche. Like maybe this is what kind of art I should be making. Cause I never saw myself as that. Yeah. Um, And that's when I really started to explore, you know, drawings of women and nature and being outside. Just that's what her book kind of inspired within me. And so Mm -hmm. um, between working with her and then working with Spirit Daughter, I was like, okay, like this is my realm. This is what I do. It's women meets uh, nature meets their soul kind of thing. And so Mm -hmm. I guess it's kind of like, those three things uh really dictate my style and so but it's all derived from meditating or things I visualize I mean being a creative person I'm I'm pretty visual so um when I do meditate or I am sitting in nature that's kind of where all these things are pulled from Mm. but honestly it's just pretty too you know it is that's okay (laughs) like sometimes you just make something and it's just pretty. It's like, I don't even know where this came from, but um, I love looking at it and it, and I, I want people when they see those things to feel empowered and feel beautiful, like whatever that means to you. So 
Um, yeah, and I feel like when I'm drawing, it just kind of flows, but you know, there's definitely a lot of patterns or things I bring into each piece that just kind of speak to me and I'll always love. I mean, I'm always going to love sparkles. I'm always going to love the moon. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause they do make you feel beautiful and they're beautiful things. Like I yeah. love walking home and seeing the moon and the stars. Like it's never going to get old for me um, in real life. So yeah. Yeah. yeah that's so um, beautiful. It's what we were sort of saying to ourselves before yeah. was Karina, yeah. Karina actually brought it up that like, yeah, because you can have, um, like beautiful spiritual work. Um, but that's not visually, mm-hmm. um, necessarily as attractive or as alluring. And you really do tie these things together and it's not a bad thing to have, um, beauty tied up with spirituality. Exactly. And like, sometimes you just, and I learned this in school. It's like, you just make things sometimes cause they're, they're freaking beautiful or like they're fucking awesome yeah. or whatever it is. Like, yeah sometimes you just want to do that like it's okay like not every you don't have to be like I put the sparkle here because this is where my north node is and my natal it's like no no just put the sparkle there because it looks good there (laughs) and I don't think I'm ashamed to say that and so um yeah a lot of my work is just like me trying to make something pretty that I can look at but you know it's all coming from that that deeper place yeah yeah so how did how, no go ahead go yeah ahead. go ahead no go ahead go ahead first <laughs> well <laughs> I was just gonna say because you seem to have come from it like you mentioned this like this like weird or maybe this doubtful time in your life mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so I'm curious like was this the time that you first started to dive into the whole um spiritual realm of life or it yeah so it was it's funny because I've always been a spiritual person. I grew up, you know, in a Christian church, non-denominational church. I went on retreats and I, I really did enjoy that time. But, you know, mm-hmm. I was a kid. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. know. And when I got to college, I um, I still dabbled in those kind of things. But, you know, I got a little lost for a bit. And then when I lived in the mountains by myself, had a lot of people around me who um, were also kind of in that metaphysical realm or like teaching people about it or interested in it. And so, um, and I had a lot of time by myself while I was there, to be honest. I mean, mountain towns was small and I didn't have a ton of friends, not even in the bad way, just in the, it was a lovely time in my life for just like solitude and learning. Mm. And it was right, I had just moved to Denver and I was living in this apartment and I just, you know, I didn't have the connection of my my mountain town anymore. Things were loud, things were fast paced. People were just kind of like, it just felt like everything was buzzing around me and I was never really mm. centered. And then it was also in this weird period of time where I wanted to do full-time freelance, but my freelance wasn't really fulfilling at that time because mm. I wasn't taking on stuff I actually liked. Yeah. And that's my own, that's my own thing. Um, and then I was kind of just drained by work at the same time. Mm. And I wasn't, I was not practicing what I normally, I wasn't meditating. I wasn't learning anything new. I was just kind of floating, you know what I mean? And I think that's okay. I think all of us have those periods of time where you're just like, I literally don't know what I'm doing right now. Um, (laughs) 
and again, it was when I did Allie's book that she really kind of like relit that that fire. Mm-hmm. And then um, Jill, who owns Spirit Daughter, was also just someone who was incredibly encouraging. And they both kind of inspired me to get back into my soul and get back into who I am because I have a tendency to get very lost in what other people want me to be mm. and I think moving to Denver when you're around a thousand people 24 7 I was like you know I was just in a whirlwind and mm-hmm. so actually mm. not to be too wooey but uh, we love did... it we love it go okay go. <laughs> cool it's like I could get really weird on here but um no actually like I'm so much into spirituality so like this part oh. is like really my thing. okay perfect <laughs> I love it yeah so I went and did a past life regression um mm-hmm. and I had done multiple before but I was like whoa I think I I think I just like need to go do this because I need some clarity and mm-hmm. I went and did that and you know any metaphysical tool I don't even know if that's what I want to call it but it's like self-care tools, but for your soul, like mm. past life regressions. Yeah. Or I did a float tank the other day and it was so crazy. Just like the transcendental meditation I had mm. while I was in there was yeah. so beautiful, but it's this chance to really reconnect with your soul. So I, I honestly don't even remember what happened from, or you know what happened in that past life regression. I'm sure I can remember, but essentially at the end of that, I had this, I don't know. I, it, again, the fire in me was sparked again. Mm. And I could just kind of mm-hmm. see that when I start to lose that side of myself, I start to lose my creativity. And um, I think that's what happens when your soul has kind of a path and you're following it. Mm. When you start to kind of stop listening to it and start listening to everyone yeah. else, that's when you kind of, that is when you get a little lost. And that's okay. But it was just a reminder that I need to, because that path is scary. Again, I'm from the Midwest. My parents still go to a Christian church. Like I felt like I was kind of this weird person just floating around and everybody was judging me constantly because I was woo-woo-y and no one else was. And I just, I didn't, I wasn't rooted in my own beliefs. Mm -hmm. And so that past life regression and uh, doing Allie's book and, just kind of like diving back in um, really helped me or just reminded me to stay on my path. And it's been a scary one. Like it's kind of weird for me to, you know, have to explain to people what I'm doing Hmm. (laughs) or like show people my art. And Mm -hmm. it's taken a long time for me to get comfortable with that, as weird as that sounds, Um, just because, Mm -hmm. you know, my community at home isn't really like that. So I'm like, they probably think I am a crazy person. Um, and so kind of getting to a place where I'm comfortable being like, whatever, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that period of lost time, I think, was related to that. Might be a roundabout mm-hmm. way to say it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it also, it's also, it must be so, it, I mean, it's so personal what you're putting um on your images right right I mean like as I follow your Instagram I always feel like also with the reading your writings underneath they're really Mm -hmm. pretty much um like on time you know like Mm -hmm. there is something happening yeah Uh, the moon is shifting whatever and um and it reflects in your art yeah 
Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's huge for me. I don't put things out there unless I have something to say or something is going on. And what I find beautiful about, I mean, as lame as it sounds about Instagram, and I think if you view it this way, it will be this way for you. But I feel like every time I put something out there, a thousand people respond or message or comment and they're mm. like, whoa, me too. Mm. I'm like, wow, yeah. okay. <laughs> we are all like on such similar paths or yeah. whatever. We're all on these different, I don't know, aisles, but walking to the same thing. And so we all experience the same road bumps and there are people who've just gotten out of their stuff who can encourage you. And so I really find it important on my Instagram to be as authentic as possible um, because it is a reflection of who I am. It's weird because I'm like, my Instagram is more personal than like anything else I do in my life. Like I'm a pretty yeah. private person, but I pour yeah. out stuff on there and it's always kind of weird for me. You know, like mm -hmm. I met my boyfriend's parents who are the most lovely people in the whole entire world. I love them. <laughs> but very similar to my parents, you know, okay. they go to church, they're there. But, but what I love about them is they're so they're so open, as are my parents mm -hmm. and so accepting. But, you know, I'm like, putting my post out there. I'm like, Oh, my gosh, I hope, you know, Adam's mom doesn't think I'm like a psychopath. Cause I'm talking about, you know, <laughs> my past yeah. life progression. Nope, never. So it, it was, there's always those periods of time where you're like, Whoa, am I being kind of like, weird or too much or am I exposing too much mm. and I feel like it's almost easier for me to share those things about myself than it is um, anything else and I think we all need a little bit more of that and so mm -hmm. um, and I think more and more people are opening up and talking about their struggles and what they're going through and this is a hard time this is a great time and I think just being open about our emotional like trials and tribulations is it's never a bad thing. Yeah. I think I think we can all relate. And so um, I try to make sure yeah. my images and the writing underneath has something to say. Otherwise, I just don't post. I'm not like, oh, I have to post every day. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm making art that really says something. And so if it doesn't say something, I don't really need to I don't need to throw it out there for no reason. So yeah with some sort of divine timing then mm -hmm. exactly well and it always feels like that too you know i i strongly believe that uh the planets are pulling us um in our emotions in different directions and um i do believe in divine timing and you know divine intervention or whatever you want to call it and so um i always feel pretty compelled to put something out there so yeah, no, I think like, I feel like, I mean, your stuff obviously resonates so deeply just because it is um, so genuine. And I, and I bet like mm -hmm. your finding of your own style just, mm -hmm. just comes out in such a way that it's just so reflective and so clear to everyone that this is not you putting mm -hmm. on a front. You're not some quasi spiritual mm -hmm. human making like no. you can just feel no. it like Karina said in your captions, but then in the actual art itself, like in the way that you draw these things. And I, you must have people messaging you all the time. You must have such a beautiful community through your Instagram. Really? Yeah, I really do. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's something I've been thinking about so much because, uh, I don't know. You like want to put stuff out there that people resonate with, but then 
sometimes I don't know that it feels and maybe it's just because I'm in this space, but feels like we're all doing that. And I don't want to come off as telling anybody what to do. Like, right. don't be happy. Like, right. Sometimes right. I put stuff yeah. out there and I get a little nervous because I'm like, I do not want people to think I'm like constantly telling you how to feel like this is just how I feel. Like if you feel that way, sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like I'm a normal human as well. I think that's something I try hopefully to show at least, you know, yeah. at least in my daily life mm-hmm. or through an Instagram story, however people see me, I want them to know, like, you can be a spiritual person and still, like, I don't know, eat Cheez-Its on your couch and watch Grace and Frankie for three hours. I don't know what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you want to, I want totally. people to feel like your spiritual journey is your own and how big or small that is, that's okay. And again, it's not even spiritual. It's like the self-reflective journey. Like, I, you know, I, my sister is a huge person that, I love to think about with this because she's open-minded. She's not crazy woo-woo-y, but I think she loves the fact that certain things that she always thought were these weird, like tarot cards, for instance, mm. people are like, mm-hmm. Ooh, what a scary, like witchy thing to touch. And it's like, <laughs> no, like just, just pull a card. Think about your life. Don't let it dictate your life, but look at it, think about it, set it down, go about your day. But I, I love when you are kind of, aware of yourself or the spiritual realm you can kind of just you have this like blueprint that you can follow or you know you when you do pull a card and you're like oh my god that makes so much sense Mm. it's just affirming I guess it's nice to hear those things or yeah feel like you're not crazy and And so just be like encouraging your thought as well exactly or like affirmation cards are beautiful things too like take it leave it I'm just encouraging I'm trying to encourage people to find that path, whatever it is. Like, to be honest, I've gone to like a Reiki session before and been like, hmm, this wasn't for me, but I love so many other tools and so many people love Reiki and go do your thing. Like Mm -hmm. that works for you and you love it, go for it. Mm -hmm. Um, Whatever that is for you. And so I think that's something I'm really trying to balance and make sure comes through just because I want it to be relatable. Like you don't have to, I don't know go to Bali for like a year and a half and turn off your phone and eat SAE bowls all day <laughs> to be, to be a spiritual human. Though that no, sounds true. amazing. I was just thinking like, I can picture myself doing that, but I would totally maybe. Do that. <laughs> but I want people who I don't know, do live in the middle of Missouri and want to explore this part of themselves. Like I don't want them to feel scared because it's so unfamiliar, you know? Yeah. Um, we can all use little tools every day, big or small. And I think that's just me trying to push us all towards like a, you know, a collective consciousness or uh, a love for ourselves. And so whatever that looks like for you, I just am trying to encourage that, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. I'm trying not to be too preachy. Mm. I'm not trying to be preachy I'm just talking about myself totally (laughs) totally yeah just just leaving it open for everyone can take whatever they just need right now exactly exactly yeah yeah well so um I was just gonna (laughs) do you want to I was just gonna ask about because you mentioned like your um you know the little tools each day I was gonna actually ask if you Mm -hmm. wanted to share what yours were because I think it's usually yeah quite interesting I had the same question did you perfect (laughs) yeah perfect (laughs) 
Awesome. Yeah. So um, I do use the Spirit Daughter books. I'm like not even just plugging those. I, I, <laughs> They're beautiful. I love them and I've been, well, and I've been with Jill since the start. Um, she's the woman who owns it and they, you know, it was something again that started a while ago, but I use the books. Like I, I am now laying them out and so I can read the text earlier if I want to, but I don't. And I read them on the full moon or, you know, the day before or after, and they're just so lovely. Like they always resonate. And so I love having my rituals around that. And so mm-hmm. um, sometimes it's with other people, but I've noticed, I just love kind of doing it um, at home by myself. I light up a lot of candles or I take a bath and then I do the book and um, just kind of spend some time um, alone. Mm-hmm. But um, I also love doing little full moon circles with my friends and things like that. But on a daily basis, I have so many tarot cards, guys. So ridiculous. (laughs) But um, I normally try to draw, like, there's, like, three decks that I absolutely love. Um, Mm -hmm. The Wild Unknown, which I've had forever. I'm just, like, naming them. Yes, please. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people always ask me. And then... um, Yeah, we are super interested. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I have this medicine card deck guys it's so good um and so it's kind of based off like native american um symbolism of animals oh cool Mm -hmm. so they're all animal cards and it's just like the book is so beautifully written i love what it's rooted in and i don't know i feel like people who have cards or have used them for a while you kind of find that deck that you're like wow this thing is always right or always what i need to hear or whatever so I always pull one from there and then I have um what is it called the moon deck yeah the moon mm-hmm. deck like what is that one um I love that one because it's a little less uh it's almost like affirmation so mm-hmm. things like you know I am at home in my body and soul or I find peace you know mm-hmm. in my community yeah. or collaboration makes everything better or things like that and so kind of pull you know one of those cards um I try to almost every day it doesn't happen every day like let's be very honest yeah, yeah. but um I love like right same here bed, <laughs> looking at them yeah <laughs> like we all have lives but um <laughs> that's probably like my biggest practice and then I have um and again all of these things kind of it's just whatever I feel like using at the time but um, I have the five minute journal. So when you wake uh, up, yeah. you say three things you're grateful for and what to, would make today great kind of thing, which I love because when you, it's so true. When you kind of fall away from gratitude, you kind of fall away from keeping yourself like open to amazing things. And so uh, um, whenever I kind of start to feel a little down or, you know, whatever, I kind of, I always revert back to that book whether i'm writing in it or not it's like we can all take whatever it is five minutes whether you're in your car or getting your coffee to just think about those things and so yeah i was using the book as well it's so helpful yeah yeah it's really nice and again i guess i'm being honest i don't do it every single day but i I still do it quite a bit and um and then otherwise it's just reading i like i love reading books i'm reading well, I'll always be reading uh, <laughs> Women Who Run With Wolves. Oh, uh, yes. 
untethered soul or my oh, astrology I love book. <laughs> mm-hmm. which and I is, think those which, are fun too. Yeah. Yeah. Do you the, guys the the untethered so we just uh like I shared it with the yeah we, we, yeah <laughs> we, both. we both just finished it now <laughs> yeah we, we just women who it. run with wolves that one N- no the untethered, untethered so yeah yep. yeah that one's so good it's yeah. incredible so yeah. I think finding books like that too it's it's also part of my routine and then I have some astrology books and I love just like I don't know because it feels like you're learning something again that's what yeah. I love about this realm or niche or I don't know what you even call it but Mm. um because it's so broad but I just like trying everything it's like yeah I love going to a past life regression or Reiki session or the float tank or a Himalayan salt bath or whatever it is Mm. it's like I just like trying it all because I think it's cool and if it works great but again I think no matter what it's teaching you something and so yeah um, that's it but my smaller rituals are really just cards and yoga. Always oh, yeah, yoga. yoga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then meditation is funny for me. I'm definitely not a master at the sit on a pillow, you know, sitting straight mm-hmm. up for an hour. I, I don't meditate like that. <laughs> or I, I do, but it's really hard for me. I haven't mastered it. But I love, I love taking like a bath and lighting a thousand candles and just like putting light music on because water just is like I don't know water's you know how people get their ideas from me in the shower like I just I meditate so well in water that and I love to tell people you know when you zone out or you're daydreaming or whatever like I just sit in the bath and that's what I do and to me that's meditation Mm. just the same as yeah you know sitting upright breathing in and out and yeah yeah whatever I think it is so. in that we all have our like own kinds exactly. of like environments where we can like really uh relax mm-hmm. and like not exactly. think like yeah meditate get in the slip state. in yeah. yeah just slip in and, like we all do it or slip out <laughs> yeah like you know I know a lot of people who and sometimes it's like this for me but running is meditative or you know whatever it is. yeah so yeah I think whatever that is for you and Again, like you can do it in the traditional sense. And if that works for you and you like that, great. Yeah. Like I still like it. I just takes me a little bit longer. And so, yeah, um, same here. so yeah, but doing those things, that time where I can literally just zone out for an hour is when I, I, I don't know where I read it, but it was something, I think it was women who run with wolves where it was mm-hmm. like, everybody mm-hmm. says daydreaming is you know, a bad thing or whatever. Zoning out is a bad thing. But I think that's when you're really connecting to your soul and like really listening without even like realizing you're listening to your soul talk to you. Oh, yeah. So when I read that, I was like, oh, yeah, that's sweet. That's exactly how I feel when I'm like, you know, think of all these weird ideas or feel things that you haven't felt in so long. And I think it's just a really beautiful thing to do. Mm. Yeah, and in the end, all of these practices are just about reconnecting, reconnecting to your soul. And mm-hmm. so that's just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then again, in whatever way that happens for you, yeah, go forth and do it <laughs> is how I feel. Yeah. So, so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I actually still have one more question. I, I, I know that we're okay. getting a little bit late, but um, yeah, I, no, I, I'm like loving this. I'm okay. like, Let's go with it. <laughs> yeah. Can I come hang out with you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah please. <laughs> please. 
next yoga we'll session around. booked. Yeah. <laughs> some some cards. Exactly. <laughs> okay, well then exactly. I have more questions, but I mean I was bringing yeah. it in, but um Yeah. <laughs> um I know I love it. Yeah, like I'm I'm really curious because you mentioned like having the full moon circles with your friends. Mm-hmm. And so yep. did you I mean my question is usually because these aren't necessarily um, practices that we talk about all the time, just like at start, you know, at the coffee shop or, um, right. so I'm curious about how you called that community for yourself. Yeah. So it's really interesting. I, uh, oh yeah, I have so many thoughts, but <laughs> essentially because there are ones that you can go to and it's no one, you know, and you pay for it or whatever, at least in Denver, there's things of that nature, mm. but the first ones I was doing, I was in the mountains mm-hmm. and I was with two of my gal friends and they mentioned like, they'd love to do it. One of them has a porch and we could all just like sit and bathe in the sun. And the first one I ever did, it was just four of us. And, um, we did some yoga, we did some journaling, we made malas, like, you know, mm. and then we just talked and that was so beautiful we did it every month and then you know everybody kind of got busy we dropped off i moved Uh, and so um and then i kind of fell out of it for a while and then i just kind of asked a couple of friends who are you know i know do these same things for themselves Mm -hmm. and just kind of it's actually i mean it's pretty casual you know and it doesn't have to be anything crazy and I bring my workbooks my spirit daughter workbooks mm-hmm. so we can all kind of like use that as a guide um but you don't I think I have to look me. into these I I, I love you following this, I, I I love following spirit daughter and I'm always reading yeah. every caption and it kind of guides me as well a, a bit yeah. especially around like the moon when the moon yeah. changes and mm-hmm. um but I've never like gotten one of her books so I, I think you now I'm really, yeah, yeah I, I have to they're, they're amazing and and they help kind of set up the circle but mm, yeah um, and then I had a friend who does yoga so she kind of like led a small little yoga session again you don't even necessarily have to do all these things what yeah. I find beautiful about them and again I think there are more formal moon circles and then it's just like let's hang out with our friends talk about the moon talk about where we're at and it reminded me of uh small group like when i was in small group when um i was in church and Uh so small group was you know like 15 girls sitting around talking about the bible and then their feelings and i was like wow moon circle is like the metaphysical version of small group (laughs) like that's what this is right now but i think it's so important um just because it's such a release like it's such a release for so many people and it's this beautiful safe space where you can um kind of let go of anything you're holding in and you have this little support system behind you yeah um and i think the biggest thing is making sure it's a safe space for others so again that's why they're normally so small um yeah sometimes you're talking about people but yeah yeah, you talking about it reminds me uh, a lot about uh, the cacao ceremony that I yeah. recently joined. And it was, uh-huh. yeah, it was just as beautiful. Wow. Yeah. 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 I, again, it's just kind of coming together. In yeah. A space it's this where you gathering. Can 
celebrate each other's triumphs and yeah. hold space for people's pain. And I think it's just exactly. so beautiful, especially if you meet multiple times because you can watch people grow. And, yeah. you know, when you're on your in a high place and someone else is in a low one, you'll watch that switch. switch mm, yeah. And you can kind of just all know what's going on and be there for each other and like I think moon circles look different for everyone like my friends and I are definitely drinking wine we have music on you Mm. know (laughs) um some people it's not like that at all and that's okay I think it's just finding just try just asking a couple of people what works for you yeah Mm. Mm. and it'll flow how it's supposed to I think not I mean the right people will always be connected for certain reasons. And so, yeah. um, yeah. But yeah, they're so lovely. You know, I'm always there for like five hours. Oh, that's so <laughs> Getting home at like 2 a.m. I'm like, oh my God, I was at Moon Circle all night. <laughs> but it's so nice. And we all need it so much. Like yeah. people need that connection. And, yeah, it's um, so true. Because we all get so... Uh, we're so in our lives all the time and so just to kind of step out and see what other people's lives are like and talk about it is so it's it's just lovely and just yeah, so nice to stop and reflect and mm-hmm. yeah and just and also just then, to see that you're not alone yeah that's exactly yeah. what I was gonna say is mm-hmm. we all go through the same stuff at different times or the same time and um yeah, I think it's just important to keep that conversation going. I think mm. it never hurt anyone, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Never hurt anyone to talk about their feelings and feel accepted and feel loved. So that's so like, uh, yeah, <laughs> let's do that more. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Have you ever like? I'm just thinking because like you have like the community on Instagram. Like, have you ever had mm-hmm. um let's say somebody like reach out or something like they're very interested in everything that you're putting out there, um, particularly mm-hmm. with all the um, spiritual practices. Have you ever had somebody be like, how do I get into this? Or mm-hmm. maybe they have no community. Right. Yeah. I think that's almost like a daily question. I uh, or, okay. or, or just people again, uh, it's not even being misinformed because, you know, I don't want to tell everybody I know everything because mm-hmm. I don't. Right. No one does. So no. um, there's always someone who knows a little bit more about a little piece of something. But um, I think there are a lot of people out there who are just kind of spewing things as facts. And you're like, oh, my gosh, mm. these poor, like, young girls on Instagram are, like, thinking their, you know, life's going to end tomorrow because it's Mercury retrograde and it's not. <laughs> it's okay, <laughs> um like, chill out a little bit like, yeah. everyone out so uh i i think um yeah i just encourage people to um i do tell a lot of people to start with cards and use them as self-reflection tools because yeah. i think that is an easy thing and it's fun like it's fun tarot mm. cards were created as a game which yeah. i also try to tell people like these are not for telling your future please do not use this to dictate your future mm-hmm. or your past. Yeah. Like there's time I saw, I saw the funniest meme the other day that was like this girl, uh, like four blocks and a girl in different wigs in each picture. And it's like, when you go to your tarot cards and you aren't happy with the answer, you mm-hmm. like keep pulling new cards. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> it can be fun. It can be a funny thing. Like just do it to get 
what you need out of it. Um, yeah. That's the thing. And then just like reading, I think reading is huge. Mm. Like go find some books yeah. that you love. And I, I recommend if they're getting into astrology, um, I think it's called the only astrology book you'll ever need. So mm. I recommend that. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, okay. I have to look into that as well. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I already started with some uh, mm-hmm. like learning and I went to uh, this incredible woman who helped me to figure out my yeah. chart. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this book sounds really good. It's amazing. And I think everyone on here will yeah. love it. Yeah. Well, and so if you go to like cafeastrology.com, like if you want to know more about that stuff, like you can go mm-hmm. find your natal chart and you can read all about it or you can get a book and read about it. There's so many free online resources, but then again, just kind of finding those things that you enjoy. But um, I do recommend that book for astrology or Untethered Soul just for kind of that mm-hmm. general philosophical look at who you are and your soul yeah. and where you know that is in the grand scheme and then um but in in posting a lot of my stuff I think people are like oh I'm gonna grab that and see how it goes which I love because everybody's yeah. kind of interested in different little pieces so um yeah. but I, I just encourage people to um kind of find what they like and research and just kind of dive in mm. and so yeah I think or go it. to a metaphysical store near you and creep yeah. around on stuff for mm-hmm. go to the library and go to that section of the library and see what you find yeah. and see what so draws just, you in exactly calls my, you. I don't know, yeah. my, what calls me in might be different than you but you know yeah. here's the things I use everybody knows I use the spare daughter books like a crazy person I love all the poetry <laughs> yeah. that's been coming out um, yeah so yeah, it's kind of whatever people want, but just kind of getting out there and doing it yourself and just diving in. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I just love all the gems that we just like unwrapped here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically, so yeah. many. I'll just, just send you guys so... a picture of my bookshelf after oh, this. Oh, please. <laughs> oh, yeah. Please. I, I truly please. love <laughs> And all my Yeah. And all my decks. I have so many decks. Oh my gosh. Um, wait, oh my wait, God. wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. This can't end because we need I need to know one one more thing. <laughs> yes. Okay. Please. <laughs> Sorry, just occurred to me that we were talking about this before too. And I was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do you make your own tarot cards? Okay. No. But there might be something in the works uh, that I can't talk about. Ooh. Then we have like a so very you good guys spiritual yeah something's um... happening but it hasn't <laughs> happened yet but people ask okay. me that all the time and I haven't it was... started it because it's almost like you got to sit there and think about it for yeah who knows how long mm. but that's like yeah. it's been ever since I started this journey it's been like the dream project to mm. do something like that yeah so I am... honestly I think it was like the first impression that I had of your Instagram was like, I'm looking at tarot cards. Oh, I don't know why, but it was I just like, love it just that. <laughs> gave me, you know, and also under every post, I find a different thing that almost is sim- similar to some affirmation or like input or mm-hmm. like inkling that, that guides in some direction. Yeah. So I, I think, I don't know. I, yeah. I just thought I was like, this is like yeah. the most natural connection ever. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love hearing that. I'm, <laughs> so excited to do it but <laughs> it's such a like scary thing because you're like okay like yeah. what style am I going to do for the most of the thing because again my style is pretty similar but it's almost like you got to figure out like your layout and how you're going to do it yeah 
like, okay. So, uh, still kind of marinating on it, but yeah, mm. it's going to happen. Oh so, my God. I'm yes. ha- it's in the worst. Oh my so. God. Good that we brought that one up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Can I ask you guys a question? Yeah, of Is course. Is that weird? No, okay. go ahead. Um, <laughs> no, of course. I just want to know what like you guys do kind of just because, yeah. I don't know, again, okay. in all this, everybody has their own path. It's like, what are, what are you guys doing? You know? Totally. Totally. Go yeah. ahead, Karina. Do, do you mean spiritually or like yeah. in life in general? <laughs> spiritually, if that's okay. I don't want to get too no, off the, yeah. the artist's no, no, no. path, but yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to like put it in some like short words that we, um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, basically, uh, most of my, most of, um, most of that what I do actually stems from the fact that I've been eating plant a plant based diet for okay. over five years now, and that cool. some somehow has opened up so many like, I know I just feel I have a different feeling of things. I feel more like open. Uh um since um eating that way and then i um basically went full on into yoga and it's just the the practice i've been doing it since i was a child but just Uh like here and there and then it's just like like right now for example i did it i did yoga for like uh three months straight like every day basically cool and um just like we're going deeper and deeper i also have tarot cards <laughs> next mm-hmm. to my bed yeah. i read a lot of spiritual stuff um mm-hmm. a lot of um like um self-healing um, yeah. healing with plants um cool. yeah also getting into like some stuff like crystals um mm. yes also yeah obviously the moon i mean i i mentioned the the astrology the the reading i got it just really helped me mm-hmm. and it just the thing is i feel like so many things it's so weird but i mean you probably have the same you, you just know it in yourself mm-hmm. but yep. it just needs this like outside thing to like pull it up or like affirm it to you Right. So this is basically what I the path I am on, and then yeah, I did cacao ceremony recently, yeah, which was just cool. so so amazing, yeah. and just like really, I don't know, it was such an, I, it was almost like an out of body experience kind of thing, and I didn't I didn't believe craziest. that at first, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, because I was like, well, we are just drinking cacao, it's gonna be fine, you know, and just, <laughs> you drink this cacao, and it's like it's going deep, it's like really going deep, and it's it's just it was just so beautiful, yeah, that's wow, basically cool. where I'm on. The cool. the thing is just that I feel like I'm like my my spirituality and everything, it's like going so fast that I I'm barely able to catch up. Like, right, it's insane. <laughs> A friend and I were talking about that yesterday. I think we were just like, whoa, sometimes oh you God. kind of just hit that realm so hard. And then you're like, whoa, okay. <laughs> Here we yeah. go. It's like, it's like, how can I explain the person I talked to yesterday that today, like, whoa, I'm like, yeah. somewhere else, you know? <laughs> yes. Totally, totally get that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Mackenzie, funny. it's your turn. You're, you're, yeah. you're, like, I'm laughing so much because I'm like the opposite. Like I am like the slowest, like I've been like slowly <laughs> dipping my toes in for like years. Like, um, yeah, you know, back, I, I think actually since we first, um, totally connected, like you were exactly, which I don't even know how long ago that was now, like two years ago or something, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I felt like you were kind of in those waters yeah I was just yeah just dipping my toes in so Mm -hmm. um at that point I like you know left the fashion industry and this could be a very long story so I 
but I had yeah. just left yeah. <laughs> one industry and was like going through an entire phase of like oh my god who am I because that was my whole life uh-huh. and so at that point I'd like started doing yoga and I was barely working at this time I was like freelancing sometimes and mostly just being like a post-student like quarter-life crisis mode that's where uh-huh. I, that's where I was really? so I I had time at this point to be broke and go to yoga like every day uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. um yeah but since then I mean at that point I was reading a lot of books and uh, mm-hmm. like tons mm-hmm. of tons of Gabrielle Bernstein like that realm of, oh yeah yeah so I like felt cool. like I was like oh my god you're my you're my hero and that was when mm-hmm. Karina and I also connected I think mm-hmm. around then so yeah all at the same time and then it's been like for me like still slowly like doing yoga doing meditation but my interest mm-hmm. in everything that you brought up today like you should see my little notebook here oh my god it's yeah. so, it's, it's like a just <laughs> it's it's quite funny but I have like all these notes everywhere but um <laughs> yeah because yeah, yeah like I me, yeah, I mean, I'm sort of exploring it interestingly through my fiction work right now. <clears throat> yeah, right. So you know, with so cool. with in in taking it out of the real world, kind of, and but but it, but learning mm-hmm. about it through the real world, and then fiction not fictionalizing. I don't think that's a word. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, making yeah. it fictitious for writing. So mm-hmm. my path is very cool. different, but I don't. Um, I mean, I want uh, tarot cards are my book, but I'm like learning about them because I don't know. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I find them so beautiful and my yoga studio has Mm -hmm. them. And I, but you know, I kind of want to wait for your deck. (laughs) Is that, is that, (laughs) no, I, I'll get it out for you. Because like, I, I really, I'm so attracted to them, but like, I'm also in a flex stage where I'm like sort of living here, there and everywhere. So I don't want to buy so much stuff right now and like have it all and like tote it around. So that's my thing, but I'm like, it's like, it's like a love for me, all of this stuff. I just, I'm like, I want you Mm -hmm. on, I want it, but how much stuff can I carry in my purse? And right. Yeah. <laughs> and I know Karina's Gotta traveling too. Minimal. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's um I, I'm I still feel like I'm in the beginning stages. It's been a few years, but I um it's I, I just okay. love I love talking about it. I love hearing you, somebody who and mm-hmm. Karina and Karina who's definitely edu- like educated is a weird word, but who has been talking <laughs> about it to me a lot too. I love I love mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. It's a fun space to be yeah. in. Oh, yeah. It explore. is. It is. And it's, it's like, and you always, the more you learn, the more you don't know. Totally. Exactly. And, and that's just really, I think that's just really pulling me deeper and deeper. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally. That's exactly how I feel. And it doesn't freak me out either. I think some people get freaked out by that thought. And it's like, I don't know. I feel like it's good for me to question things and mm-hmm. think yeah. about things a little bit harder than I've been you know yeah yeah brought up to do totally actually yeah. actually okay I have one last question um yeah for okay you. and then we need I to wrap know, up I because know, I'm, I'm like <laughs> tiny bit scared that the audio will fade us like, <laughs> okay. oh you mean yeah. 64 <laughs> I don't know this could be a short question I think it is but okay. I'm just uh-huh. really curious what a past life regression looks like like how did can you walk Mm-hmm. Like, what is that? Yeah, yeah. it's, it's kind of crazy. Like, I'm not going to lie. Um, okay. And I think you got to be open to the fact that, I don't know, for some people it might not be a thing and for some people it is. But 
essentially I, um, I go to this woman who I love here, who I just feel very like connected to. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, you can look up like past life regression practitioner. I don't know what you call them, but, mm-hmm. um, in your yeah. area. And so I, I went, um, it almost feels like, so you're laying, at least I was laying down on a couch and she was going to guide me through um, the past life regression. So basically I close my eyes, mm-hmm. breathing, and she's helping, I guess like the first 15, 20 minutes, you're kind of practicing how to visualize and how to, Yeah. luckily being a pretty creative person, it wasn't as hard for me as I think it is for other people. So mm-hmm. like we practice like, okay, you're looking at a staircase you're gonna go down it what does the staircase look like like take note of how things feel um now you're in a hallway like what does the hallway look like so you're kind of getting used to um just kind of following this weird it's so it's so hard to explain Mm. um Mm. because it is such a weird state it's almost like a hypnotic state like you're Mm. or again when you're really like deep in meditation or daydreaming like you're mm-hmm. you're there physically but and you're not dreaming you're not asleep but you just feel very in between two states and so yeah. Yeah. um and then I saw two past lives so you kind of go through them and it's bizarre I mean it's very bizarre you're like looking down at yourself and you look totally different and you oh see God. humans who um, you're connected to in this life. They don't look anything like people you know in this life. But for instance, um, mm. one of my best friends was married to her in a past life. And I saw her in this in this past life. Again, nothing looks nothing like Jeanette does now. And I freaked out because I was like, what? This is such a bizarre it's like an energetic feeling where you're just like, wow. oh, yep, that's who yeah. that person is. So weird, you guys. Like, so weird. That's so, so interesting. Cool. Yeah. Where oh you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's my sister who was, you know, the lady that yeah. worked at my office with me in a past life. You know, where you're like, whoa. This whoa. Is so weird. Yeah. So I actually um, want to do that someday. Yeah. You should do it. Wow. I mean, yeah. yeah. At least for me, it was very like emotional, but in a good way because. You know, you're seeing these things and you're like, what? Like you're, it's so unfamiliar, but it's so yeah. beautiful to think um, like this is my my group of humans. Like these are souls that have been together for many lives and we've yeah. chosen to continue to see each other um, and lives yeah. moving forward. And I think, and I think, it think can that's be just so... a beautiful sense of connection. Mm. Yeah, it can be so healing, healing, I it's, think. It's really healing. Well, and and most people do cast life regressions to heal trauma. Mm. Um, so yeah. you can kind of go back and see why or why you've dealt with things in this life. And it's likely yeah. because uh, your soul needs you to learn that lesson or something. And so yeah. um, I just normally do it when I'm feeling a little lost or, or I'm looking for the next step in life or mm. whatever it might be. Sorry. <laughs> fire truck <laughs> hello I was right next to a fire station I was like wow we've done this whole call without without that happening um, yeah I think we we we, we overstretched our time <laughs> that's okay but yeah I highly recommend the past life regressions and not to get yeah. too crazy but you meet like your spirit guides at the end and oh my god this is so cool uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just, and keep going. <laughs> I still channel those women all the time or I mean all my spirit guides are 
women. And so, uh, yeah. or that's just how, how they appear to me. That's how I can explain them. But, um, yeah. so when I meditate or when I'm feeling a little lost or when I'm feeling like I can, they're almost like these like intuitive guides. It's almost like yeah. trying to talk to your intuition where you're like, mm. should I be scared right now? And they're like, no girl, you're fine. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so, um, it just helped me like channel those things. And again, whenever yeah. I talk about this, I'm like, wow, this sounds so weird when I talk about it, but no, it was like, so real no. to me. <laughs> oh my god! And maybe it's confirmation it. bias, but I I loved it and I got so much out of it. And again, it just gave me this like appreciation for the humans in my life and mm, yeah. the fact that I've been connected with them before. And we're here to teach each all, all here to teach each other lessons and you know be here for each other. Um, pretty cool. So totally. highly recommend. Oh my god. Yeah, it's also such a beautiful like feeling now that I have. Yeah, <laughs> just to, it's yeah. really cool. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I guess we need to wrap this up. But yeah. first of all, you, um, yeah, please share where everyone can find you. Anything you yeah. want to like plug in, like give a cheeky plug here, <laughs> like uh, so that everyone can check everything out and yeah, yeah be be as inspired as we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, You guys are the sweetest. I'm like, this is so nice. (laughs) Um, Well, follow me on Instagram. It's at Becca, B-E-C-C-A underscore writes, R-E-I-T-Z, which is, I feel like people get confused by that. Mm. So there's that. And then um, if you go there, you can go to my website. So I feel like Instagram's kind of my biggest thing. And then you can find me in all the other ways from there. Um, Yeah. And then I do highly recommend going and looking at Spirit Daughter for everyone, even if I'm, you know, I'm on that team and I love all the women on that team working on it. So um, yeah. I really do think the workbooks are life changing. So um, spiritdaughter.com, yeah. you can go and find the books or find crystals or mm. cards or dream catchers or oryx sprays like there's so much stuff on there and so yeah. many beautiful like blog posts and so mm. um those are my plugs Amazing. and if you follow me on yeah. instagram you'll see all my my tools yeah using, so. yeah perfect we'll also link everything in the show notes for everyone who Wonderful. loves to check out show notes and uh, <laughs> yeah so Awesome. We're wrapping this up, I guess. Thank, thank you, you so guys. much. It was so beautiful this was so to fun. talk to you. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. I think we could have talked for hours, actually. I, Probably. No, I'm like, <laughs> totally yeah. cut up. This is one of those conversations you feel so filled up and, like, inspired by the end. You're just like, you guys uh, are doing such yeah. wonderful work as well. And, you know, sharing these things with, uh, you know, the greater greater audience whatever you want yeah. to call it is, is yeah. awesome oh my god so beautiful thank yeah. you th- so 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 much thank um, you guys and yeah have a beautiful rest of your day and, you as well uh, yeah, thank you yeah. guys i'm sure we'll talk soon <laughs> yeah of course we have to Bye. okay all right